Let's go. Let's go to jail or to Canamar, if you will. Yes, that's right. Star Trek Enterprise, Season 2, Episode 17. Canamar is over and has been since February 26, 2003. But we're just getting started here on Live Long and Podcast here on this Monday, September 26, 2022, as we're going to continue our ongoing mission to rewatch, uh, or in, in my case, watch for the first time. I've never seen this episode before. Uh, every episode of Star Trek Enterprise, even though it's over 20 years old. 20 years? Yeah, I know, Trey. It's crazy. Like, just shut up already. I know. Shut up. I know. I know. Okay, let's bring in our great uh, panel here to break this all down. Jody Simpson, not able to be with us tonight. Normally, he's introducing to you, but I'm Dave Mader, and I'm joined with my co-host tonight, Adam Woodward. Hey guys. Uh, yeah. He's I not going getting, back. He's not I, going back to jail or to Canamar. He'll he'll go in that decaying orbit if it has to. No. Does anybody ever get worried when we only have like one set in an Enterprise episode? Uh, like a one word, no one one one, like one place one set. Oh, not not necessarily. Like like uh, some of the a bottle episode can be really good, uh, mm. but you know they were technically going between like the alien ship and Enterprise. So yeah, sure, they were. Yeah, okay, two sets, two sets. Two bottles. Probably, two bottles. probably just across the hallway uh, uh, in the set. But let's uh, <laughs> let's bring in our next panelist. We got uh, with us Kevin Millard. Hello. The the, the 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 biggest fan of Star Trek Enterprise. We turned him around. You know, he's gone oh, from yes. doesn't exist to holding the record for the highest ratings of all Star Trek Enterprise episodes within our group. So that's something pretty notable. <laughs> is that true? That Did is I... true. Yeah, wow. yeah. You are currently well, at least. Um, yep. Yeah, you're high. Well, maybe uh, I'm so... bipolar, Dave. When I really like something, I really like it. When I really hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Well, you know, we're turning around and we're proving that things can change. And joining us, uh, not always on the panel, but often is, uh, uh, in with us tonight, Davin Skelhorn, the locutor of Trek himself. How do we know you two don't got butt bugs? We don't know. <laughs> okay, There's three of us. But... Oh, yeah. Well, I, I know Adam doesn't have butt bugs. He was on my show yesterday. You, had, you checked. Yeah, we did check. <laughs> <laughs> we had a discussion about it. That's what we it's do. a different kind of blood screening, uh, you know, like compared to the change legs. So hey, I don't know hey, about hey. you guys. I might be on an island here, but I really always loved this episode and still do. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't no. dislike it. I, I um, Kevin, uh, had you seen this before? No, of course not. I've never seen any of these before. <laughs> okay, because like I was in and out on Enterprise. I definitely have seen way more of the season three episodes, for instance. But like season two was like the definitely. Well, Eamon was like an infant at this time also. And I just wasn't really following it and haven't really come back to it. So I'm glad I um, got to see this one. This one is like the trope of, I don't know, like Starfleet officers get captured and they have to be rescued. And we've seen that we've seen this type of episode lots of times. It's the gambit. It's the gambit. It's the, the one with Harry and Tom Paris in that prison uh, a little bit. Uh, the shoot. The shoot. Yeah. There's lots of different things. Uh, we got our, we got our, our ultimate super fan Sam Higdon with us tonight. Uh, do you want a bet update? We already. We, what do you mean an update uh, on the bet? Um, I don't know. We'll find out. Is this is this episode considered can of more? Uh, got it. <laughs> yes. Kevin looks high tonight. Is his other observation? And, no, I'm not high. Not high. I, you know, and and he wants to know what David's drinking. Pineapple juice. Hey, hey, Dave, we got to talk to Sam for a second here. So last night, 
Davin and Dave and myself spent like 20 minutes advising him on oh, what yeah. the next generation I'm glad to you watch. Brought that up at him. And he was gone. Was a young Sam. <laughs> he's gone. He went out. He went out to watch that, the next generation. Yeah, no, he, he asked, asked he said, a question. Yeah, he asked us a question about what, where he should start in, in next gen. Um, and well, he I, went no, on no, no, about it for like twenty-five minutes, and he wasn't even there. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I so imagine we had, a, we had a good. We chat were talking to nobody. Gen. We were talking to you, the air. Like you can start at the beginning, I suppose, but I would probably just skip the. I don't know. Like we did tell him to skip the beginning. We the, said first, the first three. season and a season three. I think you I think you need I, I think you need to watch a couple episodes like just to understand who Tasha Yar is and like a couple things that get set up early and maybe like uh, the but, one where Q does the Borg thing in season two and no you can skip season two entirely. His we, excuse we said, is he had Davin, didn't we say he said you got to see you got to see Encounter at Farpoint because you have to understand what happens at the end. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, he had to watch Big Brother last night, as did I. I was doing the finale. <clears throat> and my 12-week marathon has ended, guys. I just... Well, uh, Sam, yay. go back and listen to it. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> to Jamil and... Well, Jeff wasn't there for the finale. It was a little bit anticlimactic. But, guys, let's get back on track. Let's talk about Canamar. Uh, the 17th episode, as we mentioned, of Star Trek Enterprise. Let's 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 run through and see what we can find out about this episode. Uh, the teaser is just um, an empty shuttle pod. Uh, we see uh, even gravity's been turned off, so it's 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 all uh, just empty. There's a, a bit of a mystery here. Uh, Hoshi says there's no response. Everything's pointing to it just being sort of empty. And I think that they say that they 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 can detect some blood. On the on the deck or something like that, isn't and, it, uh, it? It it's it's so ominous when you see a ship not straight on or not not you know with its yeah. attitude all correct. Even though it's it's space in that ship, it doesn't matter at all. It's space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any any off kilter, just you know. Yeah, just, just kind of like uh, drift. It's in bad in bad shape. Or something's gonna happen. Yeah, and so uh, we we know Archer's not here, and I guess we're you know they don't say anything about Trip in this teaser, but uh, you know he's with them too. Um, so we go and you know get our our, our credits, and then we're back. Um, we get the title, and it's more just like the crew, the senior officers, still just trying to figure it out. Like uh, between Hoshi and the Doctor, the Flox is only in this very early scene. Um, and uh, so she says, I guess we're going to talk to the authorities i think is what how they um they what the conclusion they come to here and we get we get to go over to the what we find out is the enolian prison transport which most of this episode takes place within um davin what did you think of the ship you know it's pretty standard looking uh prison vessel i think it kind of has a what would you call that Almost an Andorian look to it. It's got a bit of like a yeah, like a long, elongated um, look to it. Um, I guess that this up here is where like the cockpit is, and where we see Archer and Buddy for most of the episode. So it seems like there's a lot of looks like. If you look at it in reverse, it it looks like a Cardassian vessel, like going a little bit. Also, kind of looks like a cartoon dinosaur, like that looks mouth up front. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree. Brian's, there's a little bit like of that Galactica look to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, this season <laughs> or Enterprise in general, you notice they when they take a look, take a look at alien ships, they're very dark. There's not a lot of lights on them. There's there's no running lights on them like the Enterprise. 
No. Just a very different. And then you look at <clears throat> the other more normal aliens like uh, Romulans, Cardassians. The ships are very lit up. Yeah, like this is like especially if it's like an. Uh, um, this is meant to look like dirty and sort of non. Not too impressive. Fair. Unimpressive, yeah. Sort of just kind of a, a utility vehicle, I think, is what they're trying to really go for. Um, and then we get we come in here, we we get to meet some of these alien guards. Um, as this as the credits continue to roll here, he gets his like gun and he comes back here. We see uh, they, they, it's a prison transport. The uh, prisoners um, in restraints, and uh, we see Trip, and we see Archer. Wait, they're not wait, wait. Archer is forced to sit down. He was for he, they, they had to tie him to the ground, but he gets out of that chair off that bench pretty quick, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, he's he's already squirming trying it's to figure the first out how to time go. someone made him sit down. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and he's like, "Hey, what well, talks?" And the guard just like, uh, "We find out these these are also electrified uh, restraints that will cause uh, um, some kind of pain torture here." Archer doesn't seem to like it too much. Uh, they're all going to get... You also see the bruises all over their face. They've, they've, they've had a, a rough go um, uh, over, over the last little bit. Um, anyway, so the, so Archer gets a little bit of a warning here. Uh, from you know The guard doesn't tell him much. We see... And I'm sorry, this character's name. This guy who, who's... Uh, his character's name is... Kuroda. And... This guy, Mark Rolston, who plays who plays this guy, uh, the first shot we see of him, he's from like Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Uh, in, he's one of the. In, he's the, the. I think his name character's yeah. name is Boggs, uh, the rapist in yeah. Shawshank Redemption, the leader of the sisters. Um, you know, and he's been in like I think he was in another episode of Next Generation like a long time ago too. I think the one where Deanna Troy is having those psychic visions and she wants to jump into the nacelle. Um, if you remember that one, where she thinks she has he sex with Worf. Doesn't he play the? No, I guess not. He doesn't play one of um, like when Ezri sees the kind of crazy past life symbiont. That's not him, is it? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. no. Um. Anyway, so Archer tries to talk to him, but he's very quiet. Uh, he doesn't talk. And then we meet this guy uh, a little bit more directly. This character, his name is um, Zumas. He's played by Sean Whalen, guys. Does anybody know who Sean Whalen is? No. Well, Sean no. Whalen happens to be the star of a famous commercial you might have heard of. Um, if you just uh, uh, give me a moment here, I will. Uh, I will show you. Um, he's not the should... like snap slap chop guy, is he? No, he's not the slap chop guy. <laughs> no, he's not headset Vince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you might remember him from this. I just sorry, just taking me a second to bring it in. Uh, here we go. And if you promise to tell a friend about it, and that was the Vienna Wood Dancing B, one of my all time favorites. And now let's make that random call with today's ten thousand dollar question. It's a tough one. Who shot Alexander Hamilton in that famous duel? <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones and see who's out there. Hello? Hello, for $10,000, who should... Hello, Wolf. Excuse me? Hello, Wolf. Hello, hello, I'm just a Wolf. No! 
time is almost up. I'm sorry, maybe next time. Oh my god. I think he might be the guy from the people or the children under the stairs. That, that's a famous commercial. That the God Milk commercial? commercial. I, I remember God Milk. I do not remember that commercial Me at either. all. That's the Michael Bay directed commercial. I couldn't tell it wasn't spinning fast enough. <laughs> anyway, that's this guy is that guy, but um, it's lost on you guys. So yeah, I thought I Reed, thought it was going to be. You should bring up a picture of Mark, uh, Mark Rolston in Next Gen because everybody will get him then. Because I didn't see that at all. He's really aged. Mark Rolston in Next Generation. Oh, yeah. sure, I can I can pull that up too. Um, Rolston in TNG. Yeah, he's this creepy guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, I wish I could make the picture here. Just that quickly, like, you guys remember this guy? The guy we see in the reflection? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He. That's why I got him confused. He is like a crazy guy somebody sees. Yeah, I remember him. Looks like he also played a Klingon at some point. Um, I think it makes sense. But of course, Shaw, Shawshank, I, Shawshank I, I, yeah. I think, is one of his more known roles uh, the, um, in cinema. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, some interesting guest stars in this episode. Quite a oh, few man, I was right. That John Whalen guy is from The People Under the Stairs. That was a <laughs> He's from the God movie. Milk commercial, Davin. No, People Under the Stairs. Go watch it for Halloween. It's horrible. Michael Bay horrible. made this man a household name, not really. I love this character, yep. though. It's finally Me Enterprise too. doing like a little bit of yep. comedy. Yeah, in in their episode, this character. I love this character. That was. He's nice. the main reason I love this episode. It reminds yeah. me of the time I was. There's a lot of work in this uh, in this makeup too, eh? This got nominated for an Emmy, apparently too. Uh, not the whole episode, but um, yeah, he's got like green things. Growing so, from his face. I don't know. I was going to save this for fun facts, but I'm going to tell you now because I said to Callie last that we were watching this, and and I said it looks like fishing lures. You know the r little rubbery ones. You yeah. Get? Oh yeah. yeah. And, and they are. They are. Aren't they? And they are. Yeah. Yeah. They're just little rubber things. I I couldn't figure out if they're supposed to be his beard or they're just like gross things that grow off for, of him. For but... me, it's very predator esque. Oh, very much. But if you put the Nosikin and him together, you've got predator. Yeah, yeah, it's like they, they split them up and made them into uh, two individuals, like Kirk did when we had a good Kirk and a bad Kirk. Right. Um, and the dog with the horn. And the dog with the horn. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so uh, uh, he, this guy was like, what are you guys in for? And he says, we're innocent and whatever. We're um, all guilty as far as they're concerned. Uh, also tells them, uh, oh, I wouldn't want to be accused of smuggling. I wouldn't want to be accused of smuggling. They'll probably make an example of you. They're like, great, you know? <laughs> And this guy next Do we find out what he did? Uh, no. No. Okay. No, we're not told. Uh, Just that he was picked up after he got like was stranded for six days and or whatever it was and lost. Yeah, like his like it's his, like, his partners left him somewhere. Yeah. But they don't. I, I, mean, I think that's what happened. I think he took the rap for his partners. I think they. Just I think probably him. yeah that he was he doesn't seem like a bad guy per se. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyway, over on Enterprise, uh, to Paul and the crew, they're talking to this uh, Elogian government. This guy will end up coming on board the ship and spend most of the episode here. Uh, you know, kind of just talking about uh, trying to sort this out because Archer had made first contact with this government and apparently had been picked up on the way back 
I guess, you know, uh, by their patrol, their patrol ships. So anyway, they're, uh, did anybody else find their makeup or their, their looking, looking sad, but also happy. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's almost like pack led light. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it, I felt they just took the day off and they just walked in and they just went like smudged by their eyes, smudged by their cheeks. And like, Get out of here. Yeah. They did all their work on the, on the other guy. On the yeah. got milk guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So this, this, this part of the story is not super entertaining. I don't find, um, it's more no, just about it's t- the T'Pol storyline and they're never so, good. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's what the plot needs, but it's, it's more about what's going on here on the ship. Even though so this wait, is wait, called... wait, wait, wait. So Devin, expand on that for a second. To me, T'Pol's the worst character almost in this show, almost the worst character in the show. Whatever, all the storylines they give her, except when there's the odd standout episode. It's it's pretty boring. I'd rather just be Hoshi or something. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm not usually bored by her as much. I think people uh, uh, forgive how boring her character is because she's beautiful. Yeah, but she also has like it's it's the trap of playing a Vulcan. Yeah, but the other Vulcans are wildly entertaining. Tuvok is hilarious. Tuvok. But not in the first couple seasons, he wasn't. He's but he's still. I find him more entertaining than her. You require more training. Yeah, see, that's hilarious. <laughs> you like, lack they all have discipline. this smugness that comes off as like self-aware and hilarious, <laughs> but hers just comes off as boring. I think. I, I think I, I, I would disagree. I think she play, plays the disdain role very, very well. Sometimes you know? it's good, like yeah. when they're at dinner that time, and she's just trying to explain them about carbon. Well, I like that they they use her as a as a sort of a device for telling the Vulcan stories, because I think this show does the Vulcans better than any other. Right. I agree. Yeah, um, yeah maybe. I mean, I, you get yeah, Vulcans don't touch food with their hands. Vulcans don't touch I, food I with would, their hands. I would just say she's my archer. The way you guys feel about archer is the way I feel about <laughs> Vulcans don't smile. Vulcans don't imagine things. Vulcan children play with toys that are more sophisticated. Yeah. Vulcans don't believe in time travel. They weren't Vulcans. The Vulcan science director, director clearly states that time travel is impossible. Malcolm is the Vulcan word for serenity. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, bum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got uh, back on the ship. Okay, so they're handing out the food here, which is some kind of like gruel or something. I don't know what it is. Um uh, famously, I, I know there's a story of um, Davin and I, I's great grandmother used to make gruel. It's only when I've ever known who's made it. And uh, apparently, our great grandfather is like, "You're making drool. Dude, we're not eating no drool." You know, I don't know if you ever heard that story, Davin. What What you is know? gruel? It's like an oatmeal almost, uh, but it's like an oatmeal for orphans only. You know, it, it, it's like the cheap Oliver Twist kind of. Yeah. Yeah, just like a thick, pasty, un, almost unedible it's kind of something. Oh, you ever watch Little Rascals? You know, yeah, yeah. They always talk about having mush. Yeah, Same like thing. right. Don't prison, prison right. Food. I've, I've heard of gruel and I've seen it on TV. I just don't know like what it is. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was people something people actually ate, but it, then I found out our family did, did eat it on the farm yeah. uh, out of Nova Scotia. So. Um, Interestingly enough, our forebears. Uh, anyway, so uh, I digress, but yeah, the, the, gar- 
the guy the guy says can i get is there something else trip wants catfish she doesn't want this food you know and uh he's uh catfish catfish uh you know and they're you know uh the nausican says he wants it uh give it to me you know is this the best nausican character we've ever had maybe he's the most he talks talks like human play dumb jokes human he talks a little bit better than that um I think he's, um, uh... I I do like though I we've missed it at the beginning that the reason that they're out there is because Archer wanted to go to a place that played a game. Oh yeah, we've completely like yeah. water polo. The, the, it's it's the closest thing to water polo died. since we left Earth, and that's what got the, that's what set this whole. You're right. We we completely <laughs> went over that, but it's uh, Archer really created the situation for himself oh, because he liked water polo. Yeah. This is what you get on oh, that Sam's. Uh, Dave's full East Coast Sam. Yeah. What is the best? Full blooded. Yeah, I'm full blood. I'm pure blood. I just mm-hmm. uh, grew up with the Muggles uh, out here. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's asking the what the best bottle, bottle episode. episode. Oh, Dave, did Ted grow? No, my dad did not grow up on a farm. I mean, minefield. My dad grew up on in the city. It's um, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bottle episode, is it? It's not uh, a bottle episode, and it's the worst episode ever. I think it's in the top or bottom. Full, full blood. You guys are all so wrong. This I know him in the mirror universe. Yeah, it's the Enterprise. I saw this Enterprise anniversary. That like, it's it like the twentieth anniversary of the show's debut. I think uh, this 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 week. Uh, so yeah. Oh yeah, it's like thirty uh, years or something. Right? Twenty years. It's twenty years. It's been a long oh, road. Years. It's been a long road. Anyway, this this uh, Nausicaan played by Michael McGrady, um, who I don't really know uh, from anything else in particular. Uh, I'm just trying to see if there. No. Um, but he's pretty good. He's pretty intimidating in the episode. No uh, milk commercials, eh? No milk commercials for this guy that I know of. But he could use some. Small time. And, anyway, they're, they're, he's being like, he wants uh, his food, and then he attacks him, so they shock him. And then they, uh, like, I think Trip says thank you. And then they shock him, just per se. <laughs> just, which I enjoy. Don't <laughs> comment on your food when you're in jail. Just eat it. Yeah, yeah. You know? you, don't, don't worry about getting catfish. You like, know, that's... you're not gonna get it. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for thanks for making him feel old, guys, because he was born two years after Enterprise. That doesn't make you old. 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 This, Sam, to me, this is still a new show. <laughs> <laughs> I was it's already still... old enough to hate this show by <laughs> <laughs> by your age, Sam. Yeah, we were. We were... Bitter old turds when this came out. Yeah, and we were like, they, they've lost their way. Yeah. But here we are. Hashtag not my Star Trek if there was a hashtag within 20 Yeah, there were no hashtags. Yeah. There's no Twitter yet. <laughs> Back then, hashtags were still on the phone. We were in a frying pan. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Anyway, so... Um, it's still called the pound sign. What is the god milk? Yeah, that's what we called it. Zoomus, yeah, yeah, uh, Zoomus is just saying, I'm grateful we're all for your creations. Uh, we're just trying to kind of remember like the the uh, the the beats here. Um, and then they, yeah, here we come where this guy comes aboard the ship, he's got the the shot here of Archer and 
their mug shots look good um anyway they're like are you in the habit of of arresting innocent people you know uh they're like nope you know he's like well uh you're coming with us you're yeah they're like he's like here's the coordinates uh, and you're, you're coming with us, they said. Basically, Matt was all he's like, not in that very much, but he's actually really good. He's pretty good in this episode. Yeah, so well, like yeah, he's the next. Yeah, with 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 Trip and Archer gone. Yeah, it's like these are they they kind of make a team out of these two a little bit mm. in the episode, um, which works okay, I guess. It did. I think it worked. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Um, yeah. Amazing you can concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> so uh you know, like so I think uh Tucker says to him, like, what if Enterprise doesn't find our shuttle pod? What happens? You know, he's like, I guess we'll just have to hope that we can talk to a judge when we get there. Um but then this is when stuff starts to kind of go. Uh, this is when the guard approaches that are you archer? He tells him he's being released. And this happens to correspond, I guess, when Boggs was going to um, do his little uh, revolt here. Because he gets right out of his restraints. Because we find out he has these implants in there. Yeah. Takes them off. And then this guy, this Nausicaan, was in on it, too. They shock him. But Boggs here. I keep on him Boggs, but he's not really Boggs. Um, knocks this guy out. The fight continues. Take the gun. They take the cockpit, I guess. They leave most of the prisoners in their restraints. And uh, when they open the door, Boggs just waits for him to come around the wrong corner and then he just shoots him. <laughs> Boom. And then... Uh, the sisters. Yeah, you gotta, the Nausicaan just like holds the door open. Uh, strongman style. But the pilot, the, this is this actually ends up working out for Archer because the pilot gets like pretty injured here uh, to the point where he's alive, but he's not in good shape. Um, and so they put him into restraints, but now there's no one to kind of fly the ship. Yeah, I love that. I told you we needed the pilot. <laughs> no, it's just like, he's alive. He's alive, but he's not <laughs> conscious. He's okay. He's okay. Anyway, so, uh, you know, and what are you Archer can't wait to stand up, so he goes, I'm a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> right. In a day Archer, Archer says, I, I can I can do something here. Um, a damn good one. I'm a smuggler, remember? Yeah. So he said he so he takes Archer out. Archer is like, I can move freely. Now you'll see. Right. So anyway, Boggs for some reason, or I mean Kuroda, the character. Um play seems to really like archer in this episode you know uh, well, archer, archer feeds him some good stories right right that's that's true um and archer you know he's like i thought you were a pilot and whatever else and uh archer you know you ever fly a warp ship before it's harder than you think he's right he's right it's harder than you think so, i don't know how hard it is really anyway but um Kuroda is just like, you know, puts him to work uh, and Archer's like, well, every ship's a little different, you know, I, I won't know how to work it right away. <laughs> anyway. I don't know how he figured it out so fast, really. It's all this I don't know, yeah, he doesn't speak this language. He's like, these look like landing okay, thrusters. Speaking of languages, I have a problem with this episode and like this show in general when it comes to this one thing. 
they made it very clear in the first season that like there are no universal translators and they need Hoshi to do all that. But yet, yet when they're in a situation like this, they all can communicate with everybody. Yeah, I, I couldn't help but think about that because Tripkit's getting annoyed by um, by Zuba or whatever uh, Zumas, and uh, and I'm like, well. Can you just turn off your translator so at least he's just talking an alien or something like that? Or but he doesn't have one, does he? Did they get them at some point? Well, uh, maybe yeah, it's a part of this ship. Like maybe the Enterprise doesn't have that technology, but this ship does. I know it was in, reach, but... because in Enterprise <laughs> or in Prodigy, right? like they showed that like all, all in that prison world, it's called um, Tars Lamora. Uh, it's like all the prisoners um, can't talk to each other, and that's done by Ooh. the design of the prison masters, so that you know. The, there can't be like sort of coordination among the prisoners uh, who are from different species, but yeah, that doesn't exist in this story. Uh, they can all understand each other just fine. Uh, presumably. Yeah. There's begs explanation. It does. And they, yeah. So uh, Kuroda tells them they're going to a, a binary system. So they set a course and uh, back here uh, we see, you know, uh, the guard is the guard tells uh, um, the Nausicaan, like, you know, if you show if you help him, if you get medical assistance for his comrade who's unconscious, that, you know, they'll be uh, they'll be easy on you. But the, the Nausicaan is very eager to use the electrified um, torture restraints there uh, back right back on him. Uh, here we are back with Archer and Kuroda. Likes him. He likes him so much. He still has a gun on him. Yeah. It doesn't really trust him, but he—I he, don't know—he seems he to looks like a him. lot like uh, James Con there, eh? Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. looks like he could be James Con's cousin. Mm -hmm. uh, I wonder if he is. Uh, anyway, shows him here. Yeah, I got the implants here. Uh, I think I pulled this as a clip. Uh, where is it? Um, did I? No, maybe not. Uh, but you know, it was just like uh, 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 he'd already been in the system, and the story of this guy is that. He w was arrested and sent to this Canamar place, which is some kind of Roapente level uh, level hell of prisons. And Shawshank uh, Redemption style. Shawshank Redemption style, and it kind of turned him into a criminal, basically, even though he wasn't already right. Um, no rehab there. No rehab here. You know, uh, where otherwise that doesn't. I'm not going back to Shawshank. I'm not going back. Anyway, I mean, and then th this is where he smashes the transceiver. He, like his archer's like, oh well, the subspace transceiver will even like transmit even when it's not being used, and I'm going to deactivate it. And so this guy just smashes it with the gun. Um, risky, risky. <laughs> well, it doesn't work out for him because later on, when his his rescue ship comes to get him, they can't hail him. Yeah. So it's like it was kind. Of, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> uh, on his part, but this guy is not the smartest guy. He just happens to have the the gun, and he happened to get out of his restraints. Um, so here they're looking for uh, the ship still with the help of this guy, the Elosian. Um, trying to kind of track them I, down. I, I, I'm going to agree with you. I think this this was the weakest part of the story. This whole enterprise chasing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's mo it's it's it, it doesn't really work out until the end when when Reed and the group like bust in through that um, through that airlock and yeah. uh, it's not it's not the the other criminals it's 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 them so like that part really worked for me but most of this you need this I guess because how you need did it, they, but, but it, I think this is where the to Paul's you know on emotional side is actually limiting to the role because. Because you know. normally Trip would be there and losing his mind about where Archer is, you know, and so it like yeah, and it Reed brings... would like to blow things up and 
Reed would be like, we're all going to die now. Yeah, and yeah. Um, We have no captain. We're all going to die. The yeah, captain's son, I'll just die. I'll just die. You know, like, like I've always wanted. Um, and yeah, so <laughs> it's coming along here. But he's still unconscious. Oh, I think this is like the beginning of Trip really starting to get annoyed by uh, <laughs> by by Zumus here. Uh, you know, we're all guilty as far as that. No, I think it's yeah. Uh, here's the first one. Have you ever tried Tojo? What? There's nothing like it. But you have to eat it before it cools, otherwise it'll congeal. Sounds terrific. It's the first thing I'm gonna have when we're off this ship. Yeah, he's got some. Uh, he's just like the annoying guy. He's kind of like John Candy in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yes. To, <laughs> To uh, uh, his version of Steve Martin, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like knowing the the ever living shit out of him here. Yeah, I like uh, me. My friends like me. I like <laughs> me. You know, um, we'll be fugitives. I was thinking of having my face reconfigured. There's a surgeon on Baralapan who can do it. He could help you as well. Chances with brown face. Have you ever been to Baralapan? Prime? Can't say I have. If you ever go, avoid the polar islands. The people are friendly, but the cold is unbearable. Nothing but ice and glaciers. I was stranded there for three months when some colleagues of mine decided to leave without me. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I lost three toes. I'm going to go three toes. The day I got lost, that was the worst. 14 hours. It took me 14 hours to find my way back to the outpost. I lost three toes to frostbite. I've walked with a slight limp ever since, not that you notice. <laughs> I get that surgeon to do some work on my foot as well. Maybe he can replace the missing toes. Excuse me. <laughs> can I change seats? <laughs> it was so good. Not that you noticed. And he like he nudges him too. Like, eh? 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 That's a good joke, eh? Yeah. This is one of the great guest roles of Star Trek. Yeah, I think it's 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 uh, underappreciated. Just like how he brings this episode um, a, a lot of levity. I think you know. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like eighteen hours. It took the Nosigan's face there though too. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. like <laughs> enjoy. That's for not giving me the oatmeal or the gruel earlier. Yeah, yeah I'm getting me shy. Anyway, Bugs and Archer here. They're talking along, looking for. Oh yeah, they realize they're being chased by these two. Um, what are these? What's this species Girl called again? Yeah. Illusions. Uh, the illusions. That's it. And um, which this guy is also an illusion. Um, and he was like, let's fire on them. Archer Archer keeps not wanting to kill people, not wanting to shoot people, much to his disappointment. But uh, but the, you know, he's able to kind of navigate it pretty well, you know, uh, that line, and you know, uh, so they're firing on him on them here. Uh, you know, and then the guard here is like, Oh, you guys are so screwed now. You know, uh, we'll be fugitives. I don't want to be fugitives. What are we gonna do? Uh, I think he says, I don't want to die tied up. Let us go. I don't want to die tied up like an animal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they get uh, they get a uh, trip here working on the, the plasma or something like to vent the plasma out so that yeah. Archer can use it as a move. I think this was a move that got used on him, wasn't it? Versus him using it, the whole, yeah. Oh, they yeah. they shock Buddy here. Um, you must know. You must know. Let us go. I don't want to die tied up like an animal. Yeah. <laughs> That's where they get him. Uh, anyway, they're going along here, and they go fire. And then, so do you see the? Oh, because they 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 pretend like they're surrendering, like they're going to surrender because they're you know they're outgunned here, and then they let this purple plasma out. 
And they hit it with the gun, with the phaser. Purple plasma and, is always easily ignitable. Yeah. This seems like a like a move that everybody would know, you know? Everybody does it. Everybody seems to do it, but maybe at this point in history, it's pretty new. Um, anyway, Bog's impressed. Archer says, because uh, uh, oh, he wants to kill them. He wants to just like destroy them now that they've disabled. And he's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to add murder to my charges. And so he's like, fine, let's go, you know? And they warp away. Uh, and they put, they put, but he's like, I remember the first time I didn't want to add murder to my charges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And, the Nausicaan puts him back in restraints. He's like, I thought we were friends now, you know, everything else. And he just kind of looks at him and, uh, surprised he, he wasn't like, can I at least get another seat? Like, yeah. Yeah. He, he, okay. Excuse me. Can I change seats? <laughs> yeah. That was nice. It reminds me of the time I was on. Shut the up. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut, up. <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, so this guy explains to them back on Enterprise and with Paul that, uh, yeah, they attacked two of our transports and now they're just going to shoot it down. Uh, they're going to kill everybody, uh, you know, your guys in included. I can't even stop it basically. Um, and, uh, he's like, well, if we're going to save your, your, your people, we better find them first before my government does basically. Um, at and least then, he's accommodating. He's helping. He's trying yeah. his best. You know, and Archer, Archer chews the hell out of him at the end. You know, it's great. Um, I, which I, I'm saving for the end here. Uh, anyway, so they're they're just talking about like his smuggling operation, how he got caught, and the fact that he made up a story about being a starship captain. He's like, I told him I was an explorer, and like the, the more he tells him the truth, the more it seems like uh, like he's just a con man. The more he likes him, he even gets a job offer. Uh, he even gets a job. He's like, join my crew, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think this is more another one of Zuma's being uh, talking about whatever. Once you get past the texture, they really don't taste that bad. The fun part is keeping them in your mouth. They jump around until you crunch down on them. Enough. There's something wrong. <laughs> no. I love hearing how delicious Malvar and Mudfleas are. Or about the time you spent two hours with an Orion slave girl. Or the miracles doctors can perform these days getting rid of fluvian fungus. Well, what makes you think I want to hear your story? I haven't told you any. <laughs> Let me get a word on edgewise. I can't even put my fingers in my ears. I can't even put my fingers in my ears. He says. I would like to hear this one of my favorite trip lines ever. ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't told you any. Right, and then this is where he hurts his feelings. He's like, yeah. I didn't realize I was being so annoying. Allow me to, to be getting along so well. Yeah, I just thought we would have a pleasant conversation. I just thought it might be nice to have a pleasant conversation before I spend the next 10 years in a penal colony. <laughs> just looking to have a nice, pleasant conversation. Uh, and Tripp even feels bad about it. Oh, yeah. Um, but he won't for long. Don't worry. Um, anyway, so so this is where uh, Archer and him are still working on the cockpit. Archer had it much better on this trip. Uh, the Nausicaan was trying to give him food. Uh, and and he refuses. And I thought that the Nausicaan maybe tried to poison him, but really he just wants him to eat. I, this was a very concerned Nausicaan, I thought. Um, he's like, you haven't eaten in two days. But he doesn't want to eat that prison food anymore. And we, we get more of his backstory here. That, you know, uh, this is kind of where the exposition, how his father, you know, uh, 
he got blamed for a crime he didn't commit, sent away, and that's where he got the criminal's education. And I think Archer has some level of like compassion for him, um, basically based on it, right? Sure, until he wants to kill everyone, and then all bets are off. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I don't know how sympathetic we're supposed to be for him in this episode. I don't know how you guys felt about him as a character. Um, if he, is he a product a of the system, but I'm, I'm not particularly sympathetic for him. He just wants to. There's several times he just wants to kill everybody. Yeah, yeah, and so it's hard to <laughs> like him. Yeah, or feel bad for him. Uh, but he does set up the end. Like all the stuff you were just saying really does set up the end very well. Yeah, With they the speech and everything. They make it to the trinary system, and um, this is where you know he starts explaining that we're going to meet up with uh, friends. We're, just, we're not landing either, and he says, "Well, what are you going to do with all the other prisoners?" And he's like, "You're going to create a decaying orbit, and it's going to look like the ship crashed." And again, he's like, "I don't want to kill everybody. I don't, you know, can uh, can we just leave them?" He's like, "If we leave the ship behind, then they'll keep looking for us. But if we destroy it, then it makes it look like we died. They won't look for us." Um, Anyway, so Archer's constantly trying to like figure this out. How is he going to get out of this situation? Uh, I think this is where Enterprise catches up to them and finds them for their warpness signature. And then back here, yeah, he's talking to the Nausicaan. He's like, hey, I need to get my engineer involved uh, so that I can, you know, Kuroda put me on this. Puts him through. And basically, uh, this is where he tells Trip that he needs to Find uh, can you can you like help me because they're going to kill us all. He's kind of telling them as they're pretending to fix this thing or this. Uh, I think it's the airlock uh, is what they have to. Yeah, fix. they're trying to fix the docking. The docking port. Port. Yeah. Uh, and they they see and then this is where Enterprise sees like the the ship that's going to try to rescue Kuroda and the rest here and the Nausicaan. You know, um, and they kind of figure they try to hail them. They figure out that they're trying to hail the other ship, but there's no response. And that they're they're not a, a much armor. There's not much on that ship. Like the Enterprise can take them pretty easily. Um, so and, he said he, he sets do, it, apparently, and they they very much do. We don't get to see that part. Uh, but anyway, so this is where uh, uh, Archer actually sets the ship into a decaying order, and he says, you know, you can you can you can die here if you don't want to go along with the plan. Uh, Trip said Trip told him, you know, yeah, piece of cake, piece of cake to take on this Nausicaan. Don't worry about it. But he wasn't uh, he wasn't counting on his, his friend uh, Zumas to really get in his way here because he tries he tries to get the Noskin to like turn the crank here, and then he like he hits him with he's like with, but you're so big and strong oh, Can you you're the engineer I'm the I'm the engineer but you're the big, you're the muscle man you know <laughs> anyway he hits him on here and it works and he's they're like well, they're gonna let us go and he, I love that a, scene where 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 Trips you know holding that bar or whatever and he's like. How hard do I hit this guy? It was almost like he's thinking about. There he goes, lining up. Yeah, boom. Like if I probably hit him pretty hard, or he's gonna kick my ass. <laughs> he is an awesome. <laughs> yeah. If you hit somebody in the back, do they fall unconscious? In movies, in Star Trek, TV. in Star Trek movies, I. But uh, you know, it reminds me that time Odo took a back to the rock and then was knocked out for some reason. Um, you know, he doesn't have a <laughs> look. It's it's <laughs> Kirk used to have to do his judo chop. Like, I, I get like I always like I, I find the judo chop more believable. Right, yeah, because I don't know. I feel like hands. it's yeah. like a pressure point. But like the fact that Trip just hits him with a 
a club basically here, a bar of steel doesn't really seem to make sense. But anyway, uh, Zubis it, like basically betrays uh, Trip here. He's just like he warns the Nausicaan. He's like they're like, you know, yeah, and, look out, look out <laughs> to the Nausicaan. <laughs> Right, because they come out here and like a trip tries to shoot at uh, at Corona, and this is where yeah he's like look out and, you know and so just, this just gets Corona uh, Corona shoots trip because of it yeah uh, and then he you know he's like well he's he's about to tr- shoot Archer here but he decides not to because Archer's like who's gonna fly the ship it's not me you need me you can't kill me and he's like I guess so. Let's get going. No funny stuff. Uh, we see that the, the shuttle is coming here to dock with the transport. And this is very, yeah, this is my, my last thing, you know. You should thank me. I'm sorry I had to intervene, but you didn't give me much choice. But everything's fine now. They're going to set us free. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. He's so happy with himself. Yeah. He's so pleased with himself, too. Yeah. He's, he's, a good, he's a good character in this episode. Um, yes. And then, yeah, like, so uh, tr- tr- uh, Archer, what's going on here? He's trying to fix the port, but he needs, he says, uh, to, to get him to open it. And then, look who it is, guys. It's there he is, double fisting. Double fisted yeah. the, uh, with, the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the phase pistols here. Uh, Reed alert himself. Reed alert himself. Reed alert. <laughs> yeah, Reed alert. Here they come. And, 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 and uh, Mayweather with the rifle in the background here. Uh, they take down the Nausicaan and then, you know, uh, Kuroda firing back. I, I don't think he kills this guy, but it's all, I sure thought he died, this uh, security officer or whoever. Yeah. He gets shot here. I don't think so. Someone checks on him There's, after the fight. I think, like, as the fight's going on, um, back and forth here, and they're just like people who can't seem to shoot each other with lasers in a small room. Um, uh, it's he's going on here. How do you even aim these things? Like, one of these shots here nearly hits Archer's head, he's not worried about it. Um, uh, coming a mile away. Yeah, not gonna get him. It's like uh, tracer. How can you miss? Yeah, but uh, Arch- Archer manages to uh, to uh, get, a, get a shot here on the ribs and and takes him down, Corroda down. It was a good firefight. It was entertaining, not too long. Yeah. It's good. Uh, but here's this is where he's checking on the guy who got shot, and I don't know, like I couldn't tell if he was alive or dead. Usually, um, when they touch their neck, it means they're dead. Yeah, usually. Usually, yeah, Archer didn't get his usual, you know, upset. Yeah, how dare you kill? You killed one of my people. He didn't know that I, guy. I don't think any of the Enterprise crew have actually died yet. <laughs> um, I can't I think. I think of you're one. right. Yeah, like doesn't he hasn't, lo- like he, he hasn't lost a crew or something. Uh, not yet. He hasn't lost a crewman yet. So mm. he will, but oh, <laughs> it hasn't yeah. happened yet. Oh yeah, and then he broods about it for five days. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Two seasons. Uh, yeah because the guy's still down there but they they drag him off we don't see him again i don't know i I think he's alive but um and then uh yeah so got this guy they're they're rescuing people it's really hard to get good screenshots through this whole sequence because everything was shaking yeah basically uh the entire time 
it's meant to feel like very actiony and like you know the, the ships are, are 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 falling into this atmosphere uh you know archer's trying to escape try to get everybody out they even they even dragged the nausicaan out here and like he's trying to he's trying to get uh, uh Kuroda out but Kuroda then wakes up and like does like this lift and knocks him to the ground and then uh he closes the door uh he's like i'm not going back basically like that's what you know he's like this is it uh, either i'm dying or um or i'm escaping basically that's that's all there is to it there's no uh, there's no other option here for him uh we continue to see the ships go down their fight continues it was a lot of fighting between these two uh went on for a bit uh apparently we'll see if it comes up in the fun facts but i suspect they shot this over a long time uh and yeah and archer gets him here with like the the electrified restraints that's like his big move here because he picks this thing Ooh. up to hit archer with it he just turns it on and he didn't have any protection on his fingers um Ooh. for the for the, electri the electricity and this is where he takes him down uh and they're like but he's not knocked out yet he's like come on and read basically like it's him or it's him or us we got we have to go like there's no we can't we if he doesn't want to be saved there's nothing we can really do you know and uh and, and archer kind of begrudgingly accepts this uh so they they they, they launch off and they launch out here and Kuroda just kind of resigns just kind of goes down with the ship here and burns up into the atmosphere and that's the end of him and then uh you know they dock up here with enterprise and they come back and archer and trip you know like they've had a day he's like i don't even need your medical attention doctor um, i just uh, want everybody to shut the fuck up that's yeah. what that's what trip is like yeah, shut up <laughs> yeah shut up all you all you elosions uh you know and uh and this guy covenant archer at the end which i thought was uh just great here let's let's uh let's put that on captain my superiors will want to report on i'll give you happened. one right now corona's dead the other 11 prisoners are under guard as you're aware my engineer and i were falsely arrested we almost wound up in tanamore makes me wonder how many others don't belong there you wanted a report <laughs> got one that's good <laughs> good that's good, Archer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Archer's <laughs> like, go, go right there. Archer right there. And then, like, they walk off, and he's like, oh, I guess, you know, maybe we have to reevaluate some of the parts of our society. Um, no, he's like, that guy's a fucking dick. I help, I, I've been helping these people for two days trying to find you, you know? <laughs> anyway, and then, and Topal just walks off, you know, showing off her. That's bum. Right, bum. Uh, and that's how we end the episode. So, Kevin, what do you yes. think of this ending? Still abrupt, but pretty good. Pretty good. Better, Better than others. The the speech from Archer, like even that quick hit, that's really good. And it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like they don't hit yeah. you over the head with that's where what his takeaway of the whole thing is going to be. And all of a sudden he's just like, oh, what about all the other innocent men that are likely in there? And like they don't, yeah, they don't lean into that idea in this episode like tng would have smacked you with that five or six times and then there would have been a speech about it at the end yeah but question here from sam so in the 24th century there's no bread or water in prison uh there's uh, this is the 22nd century this enterprise uh by drool is drool yeah drool. courtesy of uh grandma mckenzie um davin would you have said uh voyager is better than this than, than enterprise do you like one more than the other 
Um, I like the character. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd probably have to lean Voyager, but I like a lot of things about Enterprise, too. But well, but I, Tuvok, I like Tuvok wins me over, I guess. Yeah, and I love Janeway too. You have your favorite Vulcan, Tuvok. Uh, Jody's not with us, but he says uh, thanks for filling in, Davin Skillhorn. He'll be back next Monday. So no problem, Jody. Anytime. Anytime. Adam, do you? Uh, is there any interesting facts? A number of. Uh, <laughs> there's oh, a lot of cr crossover. I mean, the people have <clears throat> in this episode. Or this episode have worked in all kinds of Star Trek. And I'll get to that in a second here. So. Uh, as I said before, the things hanging on Zumas's face were actually artificial fishing lures. <laughs> kind of bugs me. <clears throat> the episode was nominated, I don't think it won, Dave, for an Emmy no, Award for its prosthetic makeup effects. But it's it's got to be for this guy with the fishing hooks, but like... Yeah, well, actually, there was a bunch of good, good makeup. A lot of good makeup. Nossigan was episode. good. Yeah, the Nossigan's good, but it's not original, really. It's like... The guy sitting next to Archer was good. You know, all he said was, ah, but still... Yeah, it was just, I guess, like, like an interesting collection of weird-looking alien prisoner people. Uh, always a fun one. Yeah. The episode was originally developed for an unused uh, ending for Star Trek Enterprise, Judgment, which involved Enterprise attempting to intercept a prison ship, which, which of course, Archer was aboard and, and rescued him from that vessel. Uh, Brandon Braga thought it was uh, compelling enough to do a whole episode on it. So... Uh, some props from uh, Deep Space Nine are reused here. The remote control for the prisoner's cuffs are, is the Bridgeoran tricorder. Uh, the rank pin worn on the Anolian's officer's collar is a modified version of the Red Squad pin. What? Hold Red on. Squad. Red Squad. Red Squad. We haven't got to that episode in, in Deep Space Nine yet. But, we will. but you got to check it, Dave. I know you would. I know You know I will. I'm just going to get back to that still. Dave's a long-time Red Squatter. Here he is. Uh, oh, yeah, it is the Red Squad symbol, isn't it? <laughs> uh, here, let's bring him in. Have a look oh, here. yeah. Red Squad. Those guys it's clearly a Starfleet nice. emblem when you really look at it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The cockpit of the prison ship is a reuse of the Class 2 shuttle from Voyager. Okay. Um, it, lo it looks completely different. Yeah, the name of the planet of the week, keto enol, is taken from chemistry, where there are two classes of organic substances, ketones and enols, uh, from the one of the wildest known pairs of uh, totemers. Constant. I shouldn't even speak these ones where I get into chemistry, guys. So I'm going to skip this one. That's, All right, that's the the essence of the keto diet. Well, you would know. Don't. Yeah. Okay, so this is the most interesting fun fact I found. It's a guy named Louis Ortiz. And he was one of the, um, uh, I don't even know what he was in this. He's always unnamed credited. He's, he never has a credited um, uh, reference in, in the credits. So he's an actor who appeared through the run of Voyager, Deep Space Nine, Enterprise. Uh, he did uh, Borg. He was a Borg drone in the film Star Trek The Experience, the 4D. Uh, and he was also in... Um, Worked for J.J. Abrams in, in in the Star Trek 2009. According to the to John's Billingsley on set, <clears throat> excuse me, Ortiz was teaching actors how to move like an alien and behave like a species, uh, a specific species. But I went into memory alpha and looked this guy up. He was in 50 episodes of different things. Oh, wow! Wow! 
Yeah, he's worth it. And you'll you'll know him when you see him. But he was Borg. He was Voth. He was. And who was he in this episode? Sorry, I, I'm trying to figure that out. Actually, what's his name? Uh, Louis Ortiz. Louis Ortiz. Okay, give me a second. Dion Species Prisoner. He's probably the one next to um, the archer that doesn't talk, if I had to guess. Uh, Armstrong. Armstrong. He's not even credited here. No, he's not credited in anything. That's oh, the... here he is. I got him. Okay, Louis Ortiz. You got a picture of him? He's, he's, there's a picture of him in memory alpha there. <laughs> His picture, yeah. Uh, okay, let's have a quick look here. Bring him in. Uh, so this is Louis Ortiz here. Yeah, but scroll down, you'll see how many episodes or different roles he played. Uncredited roles. Keep going. Look at, that. Look at this. We can zoom in a bit more. Get the hell out of here. All right. Yeah, he's the Dean Guard, Unsin Colhane, holographic duplicate of Colhane, uh, a Euridian Bar Patreon, Mokra Orders, a Vidian, a Excelsior Crewman, a Borg Drone. Yeah. Oh, he's in the first, he's in the wow. first contact group. This would be a good gig to get. Just be background Star Trek mm -hmm. actor. Always yeah. like sitting in a makeup chair. Although, yeah. although, would it be awesome? I mean, every time you're on the show, you're sitting for makeup for hours. I would love to sit for a living. <laughs> yeah. Great. Like just lay back and listen to music or whatever they do. I think uh, one time of you going through that makeup, Dave, you would lose your fucking mind. Oh, probably. <laughs> that, that was what Avery Brooks put in his contract. Eh? He's, they're like, they want you to talk to a new Star Trek show. He's like, I'm not putting anything on my face. <laughs> Tell him that. Okay, a couple more. Uh, when Archer is working on the hatch, he's working with a meat tenderizer. The OXO model <laughs> 26191. <laughs> I... Um... <laughs> Oh, very, very fancy. I believe there was a catfish thing, though. Yeah. Melvera and Mudfleas were later mentioned in the 2009 Star Trek film. Okay. Now, we didn't, we were talking about Mark Rolston earlier and spent some time on him. Um, he yeah. also appeared in Aliens. Right. Which I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Aliens guy. So you, you guys probably know, know him better from that. Yeah. Which inspired Star Trek Next Generation character of Tasha Yar. I never knew that. Um, he was also played a prisoner in the Shawshank Redemption, and he played Lieutenant Junior Grade Walter Pierce in Star Trek New Gen Next Generation Eye of the Beholder. Right. He was basically and, a murderer in that episode. Um, and later played Captain Mach in Star Trek Enterprise, The Augments. So he's going to come back as a Klingon again. Uh, we're yet to watch that one. Yeah. Uh, what else I got here? I think I'm gonna wrap it up there, but you know, all in all, I think this was a pretty, pretty good episode. We spent a lot of time on it. We did. Uh, oh, we're up to an hour here. Okay. Let's, oh, wait, uh, wait, 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 one more. Clearly oh. influenced by the film Con Air, which was released six years prior to the broadcast. This is the I never. Yeah, this is the Con Air of Star Trek. <laughs> what am I thinking about? Canmar, Con. There's also there's also oh, a. A, a likely to uh, likelihood to um, Ben Hur, you know, with the guys sitting in the rowing, in the in the galleys, in the Roman galleys. I don't know Ben Hur too. Well. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm not like Dave. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not up on the classics. I would have uh, liked Nick Cage as Archer. 
<laughs> he kind of is the archer of this story, right? Uh, okay, let's guys, let's get to wait, our wait, wait. So Sam, I was thirty when this came out, and I was when this episode aired or when the show. No, started? no, when the show started. Uh, the show started in two thousand two, right? So two thousand one. Two thousand one. Uh, I was uh, seventeen. I was seventeen. Eighteen. I was. Eight, I'm a year older than Davin, so I was eighteen. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 18 going to university. I was Actually, all Gilligan's about it. I Island watched rocks. it from week to week. I did not watch it week to week, especially in the second season. So going through it now is almost like watching it for the first time. Guys, let's rate this episode and talk about it. All right. Clearly it's big enough. Um, did Jody give a rating? I don't think I haven't seen I anything. So. I don't think so. We'll have to skip Jody. Adam, you're up first. Uh, I'm going to say seven and a half again. Liked it, but I didn't like parts of it. Seven and a half. I like parts of it. It's fine, but it didn't blow me away. Um, seven. Seven and a half. Seven and I'm and not half. gonna explain. Kevin, I know you. Eight you, and a half. Really? Kevin, I love this episode. Yeah. One of the best guest stars ever, and I love that end speech because it comes out of nowhere and it's short, but it it's sweet. Yeah. It's good. Like it definitely has some good parts to it, but um, it's not like I I would probably revisit Precious Cargo, which I said I liked less. Precious but Cargo is the worst. It is bad. It is bad. Um, but trips trips kind of funny in the episode, so um, it's kind of a mixed bag. Uh, this written this episode written by John Shaban, who also wrote uh, Dawn. Not too long ago, um, and uh, is, whose episode is this? Is this an Archer episode? Yeah, sure. Okay. No, it's the guest star. Guest stars? Zumas. Yeah. No, no, no. Not the, what's his name in it? Zumas. Uh, milk guy. What? Yeah, got the got milk guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, Zumas. Got milk guy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. People know that commercial, guys. No, <laughs> not these people. People in advertising know, which I'm so, not kind of in that. So huh? three of us don't know this commercial, Dave. Well, I can't help you guys. It's a very <laughs> famous commercial. So, um, what channel? I, I liked it. <laughs> it was good. I might be my butt bugs saying that. I don't know. Um, yeah. But let's talk about next week's episode, just previewing that. It's called The Crossing. Yeah, you guys have butt bugs or what? Uh, incorporeal beings attempt to take over the Earth Starship Enterprise. At the, um, at the start of the episode, Enterprise is taken inside an enormous alien spacecraft of unknown origin, and the aliens take over various crew members' bodies. Okay. Oh, that old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like this chestnut. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Davin, yeah, I, I believe this is another episode I have not seen. Do you know anything about this episode, guys? I, I'm yeah, just looking it up. Give me a second here. I do not. Uh, it's got some guest stars. I don't, uh, but definitely nothing I know about. So, what's it go, called? Go, uh, the, the Crossing. 
Uh, Rick, Rick Berman will describe the episode as a heavy science fiction episode that I'm very pleased with. The one with our wisps that will remind us of the fallen alien clouds from the original series. So it's like the, the like the Zargon, blue. or who is that? Like I am Zordon, or like you know, the, like how there was like those big orb things that went inside of uh, Kirk and oh, Spock, yeah. and uh, and also Pulaski, but not Pulaski. Maybe this isn't the one I was thinking of. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, which commercial? I don't, I, I don't like when I remember these, the wisps. The, I don't you like milk? wisps. wisps you got milk, Jamil. Uh, he knows. He knows about the got milk commercial. Nope, he does not. He knows about it. <laughs> okay, that's interesting, Sam. Uh, or who bunch? <laughs> well, guess what? There's YouTube, and you can learn all about them. This is these wisps uh, bother me. It's like a Harry Potter thing too. They they use these a lot. Our, I do not know. Well, Sam, you weren't even born when those commercials came out. Of course, you wouldn't know them. We are brothers. That was a slip of the finger. Um, Have you even ever seen a commercial, Sam? <laughs> Where is Jody tonight? I don't know. Um, but we're missing him. Take a night off. He needs a night off. He needs a night off. Yeah, we had a busy weekend. Okay, so guys, um, we'll, we'll do the crossing next week. We are uh, here on Live Long and Podcast. We do all kinds of reviews. Uh, we've been doing an ongoing series with Star Trek: Deep Space Nine at nine, where we've been going through episode by episode. I do not. Um, oh, we have a we have a takeover here, Jamil. Hey, Jamil. Yes. Hey, you Jamil, all don't you know milk? the. Yes, of course I got milk. I know the commercial, I mean... Jamil. I was the one. I was we, trying to educate them. It's a famous we know the like, campaign. commercial. We know that campaign. We don't know that particular commercial with the buddy stuffing a peanut butter sandwich in his mouth at the library. Oh, with the Alexander Hamilton thing. <laughs> no, Jamil's like, wait a minute. Yeah, Jamil doesn't I know that know one. That, either. One. <laughs> that specific one, no. But I've seen various <laughs> got milk. It probably didn't yeah. air. It probably oh, wasn't yeah. used in Canada that much because it's very American. Who's Alexander Hamilton? Exactly. Nobody even knows. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But the, anyway, until like the, until the stage play. No, it's a Michael Bay directed commercial, Jamil. Oh, no, was there explosion of flavor in his mouth? Yes. <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> ah, that's good. Yo, Jamil from Sam. Yo, Team Shamil. Do you know about the? Do you know about what's going on Marineland? I don't know what's going on. Somebody, did somebody burn it down? Because I hope is they it, did. Yeah, don't go to <laughs> Marineland. Close it. Oh my god. There's 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 nothing more evil than Marineland. I've, I've never been to Marineland, but everyone yeah, loves it. According no, to the jingle, it's awful. Yes, I know this thing. Loves Marineland. Yeah, they're, they're uh, moving the last walruses out of the facility. I see. That's all I got. Oh, yeah. good. Anyway, I was burn uh, it down and not have to worry about the walruses. Uh, I am the walrus, cuckoo, cachoo. All right, so uh, just um, D Space Nine and Nine, our ongoing series. We're up to season six, episode two. It's we're off these next two Tuesdays, but we will be back on. Uh, I guess it will be October the fourth. No, October the eleventh. We'll be back when Jeff comes back uh, from his uh, his long stay. Um, Black uh, Tuesday. Black Tuesday. Black Tuesday. Black... What's happening? Huh? It's the day after Thanksgiving. Oh. 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 I never heard it called Black, Black Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, it will be after Thanksgiving. 
Um, and uh, this Thursday, Davin and I will be talking about uh, Lower Decks Season 3, Episode 6. It's called um, Keep Your Ears Open or something like that. It's one of the rules of acquisition. It's uh, Lower Decks, Lower Decks. Yeah, Dave, Davin invited me. I'm coming. Are you coming? Okay, yeah. come come well, talk Murphy, Lower Decks. Murphy invited you. Oh, Murphy invited me. Well, that's fine. There's, there's a story. Uh, yeah, so come to the like, Murphy invited you. I don't want you there. <laughs> I invite people to my own shows. <laughs> uh, but on this Thursday, we will be talking about that episode. I think they're going to D Space Nine, guys. It's called Here All Trust Nothing. That's the name of the episode. I'm sorry. And um, it's. I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, we'll see how uh, how the uh, how um, the Cerritos does at D Space Nine. And uh, that should be a fun one. So while we don't ha- get a D-Space 99 this week, we will be talking about, of course, Star Trek Radio Theater, our ongoing series where we do script reads. Uh, in the most recently, it was The Way to Eden, the Space Hippies episode where Davin was rocking out uh, as Adam, not as Adam Woodward, but as another Adam. And uh, it was a really fun. Uh, new takes on those uh, uh, episodes. Can't wait to... I haven't even touched the edit at all. So, But that maybe I'll do that with while we're off on D-Space 9. These next two Tuesdays, I'll... I'll do some editing. It's still worth listening to the unedited version. Don't be a Herbert. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Herbert, be a Herbert. 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 <laughs> and of course, Davin, what else is going on with the Locutors of Trek programming? You and Adam were on last night doing a Class L probe. Uh, it's yeah, a big just, nine deep dive. We did. We did a Class L probe where we asked big questions. That, like The doctor didn't spend seven years in the Delta Quadrant for you to question his agency. He's got rights! Does the doctor have rights? Yeah, which led to a much bigger conversation about yeah that was sentience. Every time we thought we were done, somebody else would say something else, and it just kept going. It was a good conversation, and then Sam derailed us to talk about TNG, and then left. And then he ran off to watch Big Brother. The nerd. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, That's okay. We like talking about next gen. I can talk about next gen anytime. Yeah, exactly. We didn't mind. Um, It was a good class L probe, though, and. We'll do a debate nine soon. Uh, the next Locutor's audio version only will be uh, coming along pretty soon, too. And that'll be on the failures of Star Trek. So we always got lots going on. There are no failures. Well, might even be a Geetal challenge in the not too distant. Oh, future. I am the reigning Geetal champion, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, you'll uh, be there. That was close, though. You only won by a single point. That's where that's where David does trivia, Klingon trivia, completely in character for the entire time. <laughs> so get ready. Um, okay, and then anything else here on Live Long and Podcast? Look, here's a track. Uh, Question: Do you have to be bilingual for that one? You nope. speak it helps. It helps. It helps. <laughs> Dave did real bad in the spelling portion. I was no, I was not a good speller. <laughs> I uh, I'm more phonetic. Um, also, you should check out our other programs. Uh, we have something called the well, it's a working title, the United Federation of Podcasts. Uh, Jamil's always like, don't, 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 uh, don't. Uh, we're soft launching. Uh, uh, da- David and I are just like, let's launch it. We're in. And uh, and Murphy and Jamil are like, yeah, let's keep this under wraps. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, so. look forward to our content in the new year. No, let's not wait. Right now, full it's almost ahead. the new year. It's almost. It's coming right up behind us. Uh, but the United. Good. Damn the torpedoes, Jamil. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But the United Federation Podcast, lots of great shows, including uh, Trivial Debates, our ongoing series where we argue about movies, TV, sports. There's a host. There's three guests. Davin hosted the September edition. The October edition will be coming up on October 30th. Uh, the panel and uh, everything will be confirmed still Who's for doing that, that one. Why is it not confirmed yet? <laughs> uh, because Davin and I got stuck. Because we're like, shouldn't it be Halloween themed? Uh, October 30th? Yeah. Yeah. 
right? Because we were going to do another music-themed episode, but then we're like, shouldn't it be a Halloween theme for October 30th? That's Have a Halloween music-themed episode. Ha- all Halloween music? Uh, but wait a oh second. My God. <laughs> didn't Chris Seam or somebody use the Halloween theme for the most recognized something at some point? I think I, I did. did. I picked the Halloween theme. It was you. Yes. Yeah. It I got beat you. by Monster Mash, and it was the worst day of my life. <laughs> Monster Mash. It was a Monster Mash. Who chose that one again? Me. That was a <laughs> terrible song. It's a great oh. song. It was in The Simpsons. <laughs> so? Uh, did you say that that's a great song? Love it. Love it. <laughs> he did hey, say that. Yeah. Oh, Gene doesn't like it either for some reason. I don't it's know. Terrible. Because it's a terrible song. <laughs> it's the worst song. <laughs> Nobody puts that, although. Uh... That's number one on my Halloween the- uh, playlist, yeah. I gotta tell you. It's like it's as bad as the chipmunks at Christmas time. I just... Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Also, we have Super Mater Brothers podcasting, uh, where Jeff and I and Jamil, uh, largely we talk about Big Brother and Survivor and different things like that. Very exciting. Jamil and I finally wrapped up uh, season 24 of Big Brother USA last night. Uh, it was a late one. It was a 12-week marathon. We, t- we did like 30-something podcasts on that show. Uh, congratulations, if you don't know, to Taylor, who had quite a quite a season. And Jamil won. Taylor? The- Taylor? Taylor. I know, I know, and Jamil and Jamil won our draft, so congratulations to him. Even though I I lost the draft, it was my guy versus her, his uh, lady that he drafted in the final two, uh, and I wasn't even sad that I lost at all. I'm so. moving. I'm gonna move up to to a third win this year, and then I'll be tied for first. I want to. If you win that Survivor, third. you if you win Survivor, uh, at least with with uh, Jesse, I'm I we're going Gilligan's Island, um, and then uh, speaking of the Super Mater Brothers podcasting, I want to congratulate uh, my brother Rich uh, and his wife Christine oh. on the birth of baby Mackenzie, yeah. uh, yeah. born today uh, this morning. Uh, these are the first time I'm seeing these images as well. Uh, oh. Looking like a mater. Wait, no, the pampers don't match the hat. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But she hasn't met me yet, so she hasn't fully got to uh to learn from her uncle yet. That stylish guy. Am I related to him? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, that uh, congratulations to them. Uh uh, yeah, can't wait to uh, meet him. Mackenzie Elizabeth. Um, thank you. Thank you, Sam. Fam, meter fam, and uh, we also have the Graphics History Podcast here on li- uh, the United Federation of Podcasts with uh, Andre. Uh, Davin, you know more about that. No, no, oh, he does interviews with people from the comic book world. He does interviews with people like Ed Brisson, Jed McKay, uh, David Cutler, myself. If you want to find out how I almost killed Stanley by accident, um, it's on there. Um, lots of great uh, guests like 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 that uh well jim jim rug another good one uh, there you yeah, go check it out and uh x rated the animated series yeah. with Davin every tuesday with him and andre talking about uh x men the animated series up to season three are you not into season four yet no we are in season three we are two episodes away from the dark phoenix saga so that's- oh that's dark mm-hmm. yeah it's good series savage land strange heart we shall be reviewing very good. Yeah, That's the um, Shadow episode. King episode, right? No, that is Sauron. Sauron. Oh, Sauron. Ooh. Sauron, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I did meet Stanley. Stanley in the most awkward way possible. 
And then, uh, of course, the Hellbound podcast with Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan. And let's talk about fighting games with Eamon Mater, also known as Sam Jerka. I think they have a new episode coming out soon, guys. If you want to hear about fighting games, listen to Sam Jerka. All right, guys, let's close the book here on Canamar. And uh, and thank you for being with us tonight. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, we always like the comments. Uh, make sure to subscribe, like, uh, check everything else that we do, and uh, give us feedback. Um, and uh, well, I think we'll go out on a Zoomist quote here. Uh, hope you'll enjoy it. All right, uh, let's um, let's go out on this one. Oh, it's tough. The day I got lost, that was the worst. 14 hours. It took me 14 hours to find my way back to the outpost. I lost three toes to frostbite. I've walked with a slight limp ever since, not that you notice. I'm going to get that surgeon to do some work on my foot as well. Maybe he can replace the missing toes. Excuse me. Can I change seats? <laughs> That's so bad.